This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live. It's episode number 130, Dayton, Orlando, and Huntsville, Ham Fest Roundtable. Recorded live on Thursday, August 30th, 2018. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we're joined by Michael Coulter, WHCI, Michael Colley, W4MCA, and Mark Brown, N4BCD, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week here on the show, Ward Silver, N0AX, the professor was here to talk about efficient operating, and if you missed the show, you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or over on YouTube. Uh, A couple of announcements before we get started here, Uh, a note from AMSAT. Uh, recently, there's been a DMR signal that's QRMing the AO92 uplink on 435.35 or close by. So uh, just a, a heads up, if you've got a hotspot, a repeater, um, just regular simplex, um, and you've got DMR, something's getting into it. So um Make sure you're clear of 145.8 to 146.0 and 435 to 438 megahertz. Uh, that's by international band plan. Uh, please QSY um, if you've been uh, operating in that area because that's a satellite only area and it's uh, causing some issues for them. So we'd appreciate your cooperation with that. Um, also want to mention if you haven't heard, um, which you probably have, but if you haven't heard the, um, NIST, um, is talking about cutting funding for WWV and, um, also the WWVH and WWVB. And, uh, there are some petitions out there right now. I'm, I'm seeing three of those and I posted links again just before the show this evening, uh, to all three of those petitions. And so if you'd like to join in on that, uh, I would invite you to do so and, uh, posted the links again on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, and you can, you can search those out if you're not on those, but, um, there's a couple of, uh, WWV petitions going around to try to keep them on the air. So, um, just wanted to mention that if, uh, 
if you're into signing that. So uh, we're going to talk Ham Fest tonight, so get your questions ready to go. After the interview, you can give us a call. Uh, you can do that via telephone at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Or you can Skype us. It's just Ham Talk Live on Skype, and you can also tweet us. Our Twitter handle is at Ham Talk Live, and uh, we'll let you know when it's time to make those phone calls. But just wanted to give you the number uh, ahead of time, so that way you have that number ready to go, 812-638-4261. So I'll be back with Michael, Michael, and Mark right after this word from ICOM America right here on Ham Talk Live. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. It's time to get the transceiver that is best suited for your lifestyle. ICOM offers a variety of high-performance and innovative products. See how you can make the most out of contest season with one of these transceivers. First, the IC7851. It's the competitive edge you've been looking for. Raise the bar and hear what others cannot with this flagship HF and 50 megahertz transceiver that has reciprocal mixing dynamic range, crystal clear LO design, spectrum scope, dual receivers, and digital voice recorder. The one I've been drooling over lately, the IC7610. It's the SDR every ham wants and just in time for contest season. This high-performance SDR has the ability to pick out the faintest of signals, even in the presence of stronger adjacent ones. The new ICOM IC7610 is a direct sampling software-defined radio that will change the world's definition of an SDR transceiver. It has RF direct sampling system, 110 dB RMDR, independent dual receiver, and dual digit select. The reason I've been drooling over the IC7610 is the performance I've seen at work with our IC7300. It's changing the way entry-level HF is designed. This high-performance, innovative HF transceiver with a compact design will far exceed your expectations. RF direct sampling, 15 discrete bandpass filters, a large touchscreen, a real-time spectrum scope, and an SD card slot. It's all in the IC7300. Visit W www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. The grass may be greener on the other side, but at least we don't have to mow it. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live, and thanks to ICOM America for sponsoring the show. And oh, that seventy six ten looks nice. I, I, I don't know. May have to break out the wallet here. Ham Talk Live's on the air every Thursday night at nine p.m. Eastern Time, and tonight we have uh, three uh, very knowledgeable guests about ham fest and uh we've been um, already talking uh before the show here so want to get them on the line here uh first of all we have michael coulter whci the official spokesperson of the dayton ham invention 
Uh, Mike resides in Xenia, Ohio, and is a past president of the Dayton Amateur Radio Association and a former Hamvention General Chairman back in 2011 and 12. He is currently the treasurer and a board member of DARA and the finance chair for Hamvention. Our other Michael tonight is Michael Cauley, W4MCA. He is the new chairman of the Orlando Hamcation. Michael served for seven years as Hamcation's tailgate chairman, six years as the IT chairman, and one year as finance chairman. And Hamcation is sponsored by the Orlando Amateur Radio Club. And Mark Brown, N4BCD, is the new chairman of the Huntsville Ham Fest. He's, he's completed his first year and um, he works at uh, one of the high-tech government contracting firms in Huntsville, Alabama. And he has been the president of the North Alabama DX Club, Huntsville Amateur Radio Club, and is in both the Tennessee and Alabama contest group. So Michael, Michael, and Mark, welcome to the show. Hey, good evening. And welcome. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Neil, for having us on tonight. And with with four of us here, it, it's kind of confusing who's supposed to talk when. So <laughs> that'll work. You well, lead us. I will. I I will lead. So uh, tonight we're we're going to talk about how you all um, team up and, and help promote each other's ham fests and, and learn from each other and. And put on some things that uh, no one else does. And uh, maybe uh, some of the smaller Hamfests uh, chairman and, and people who work with smaller Hamfests can can grab some ideas here tonight. But um, first, let, let's get the stuff out of the way that, that, that people are going to ask, I know. Um, and that's, you know, okay, what's the news from, from each one of these? And let's start with mark uh huntsville was just two weeks ago and so how did things go as the first year being the chairman and do you have any any results any numbers from um two weeks ago mark well neil uh we have uh, a gross count of four between four and five thousand uh attendees on the uh, on the Saturday Sunday event, uh, our ladies are still uh, who sell the admission tickets. Uh, they're they're tallying the the final figures and double checking things. But uh, we we feel like that we had a good attendance. Uh, it was up from last year. Uh, last year was impacted by the uh, uh, total uh, uh, solar eclipse. But uh, we're back to where we want to be and uh, probably grow it even more next year. Well, it sure looked like there was a bigger crowd this year. Uh, I can tell that just from from walking around. And um, you all did a great job of, of putting everything on. And uh, it, it was just amazing. Um, and it never ceases to amaze me how um, friendly, comfortable, and easy that ham fest is to, to navigate. And so uh, thanks uh, to everyone who's uh, volunteered for that and your team and um it's a great bunch of people and some great forums and and i already had people saying that went for the first time that said how in the world did they pull off that youth lounge how do they do that and um it is it's one of the best youth lounges i think i've ever seen that that is really one of our shining stars uh, neil uh, we doubled the size of the youth lounge this year uh dr monty bateman uh, uh he studies uh uh solar solar physics and uh 
and and thunderstorms and lightning for NASA. And uh, he's been he's been running the youth lounge now for about nine years. His wife is involved. His kids are involved. He handpicks additional volunteers to work with the kids. Uh, we had a go to station for two years now. Uh, one kid got earned his merit badge uh, by making a I can't remember how many contacts he needed. But uh, the youth lounge has really been uh, a great thing for the Huntsville Ham Fest. And, and uh, Monty's wife mentioned to me that uh, she's seen a couple of kids uh, through the years. Uh, you know, they come in as an eight year old and they're now 16 or 17 years old and they've been coming every year. So there's something for all ages because uh, they, they somehow make it relevant for all the age groups. Well, they sure do. And I've had, uh, you know, some kids from up here go and, and learned how to solder down there and, and everything else. And, um, it's just a great experience. And, and a lot of my, uh, my satellite friends were, were down there and came for the first time and, uh, wanted to see the, uh, young ham of the year presentation and some of those things and, and brought their kids along and they, they, uh, really enjoyed it. So kudos on that. Uh, now let's go to the Michaels. Uh, let's go to, to Michael Coulter first and, and just kind of give us a quick recap of, how things went uh, last year and and how some of those improvements went. Well, thanks for uh, letting me say a few words. First off, Neil, I want to thank you for uh, putting this forum of the three of us together. This is really exciting because, you know, as you'll find out in the discussion, how much we work together. And Neil, I really appreciate all the work that you do in uh, for uh, amateur radio to get the word out, you know, so, um, Thank you. I want to make sure we got that. I got that in there. As for, um, you know, we, as for us at, at Hambenchen, you know, we're always <clears throat> trying to, you know, look for new improvements. What can we do? How can we take it to a new level? And, um, or just improve what we got, you know, because this is the second, this was the second year at our new location. And, um, you know, there's a lot of things that we tried to get fixed, some things that, and we looked at, look at next year, um, the newer things that are going to be happening. But overall, we were very excited. Although our attendance was down about right around about 900 less than the previous year. But um, we think that's going to go back up. Um, you know, people were hesitant for whatever reason, you know, uh, you know, the flea market, we did make the improvements, although it was right at the last minute before we got that done. And um, we have much improved tents and, and uh, that we've had, but you know, it, <clears throat> Um, as far as I know, all of the uh, uh, all of the uh, um, people that displayed and sold things, sold things there were very very happy. Um, and the food, we're going to ramp up the food even more next year. And uh, you know, working on the the traffic uh, situation, which I think is is really not a problem anymore. I think we've got that one done. But at any rate, uh, let me give some time back to uh, um, Michael at Orlando. Yeah, very good. And, uh, Michael, uh, you, uh, are, are new at, at running, uh, Orlando at the Hamcation and, and I'm at a disadvantage here because I haven't been to Orlando Hamcation yet and I'm, I'm dying to go and I wish my teaching schedule would, uh, would allow me to do that, but that's kind of a difficult one. So I'm not familiar, uh, with, yours but i was uh, able to meet you down at huntsville that was uh good and uh, glad to uh talk to you for a little bit down there but tell us uh about what's happening uh down in orlando how last year went and uh 
um, some of the things that happened. Uh, Neil, our show was uh, great this past year um, in February. Uh, uh, this year we did one of the improvements I made was uh, we had our website professionally redesigned, uh, which helped a lot um, to bring it up to today's standards of uh, what you can do with it. Also, we redesigned a flyer that uh, gets sent out. We send it out to over 52,000 hams. Uh, we totally redesigned that and got a lot of good feedback on that. Uh, one of the things we did do this year was increase our parking capabilities. Uh, one problem we did run into, uh, we still ran out of parking, uh, which is a good and bad thing. Uh, one of the other big things this year, Peter Myers and Liddy Myers, uh, Peter was the past uh, Hamcation chairman for the last nine years, they moved back to the Netherlands and they actually become our international relations uh, liaisons. So uh, they actually set up a booth in uh, Friedenshofen this year uh, and had Hamcation over there to advertise us over in that part of the world, uh, which was a big success. And we've already started getting uh, inquiries from some of the vendors from there that's going to come to Hamcation next year. Um, and one of the biggest things that we uh, improved this year was getting more volunteers. Uh, just like Michael and uh, Mark will tell you, without the volunteers, the show won't happen. Um, so that was the biggest things that um, we did this year for Hamcation. All right, very good. Now we're going to go around to everybody again, and, and let's keep it here with you, Michael, uh, about Orlando. What's your plans for next year? Uh, you, do you have anything uh, that's uh, uh, changing for next year or, or any big news about next year? Yeah, Neil, uh, there's actually a lot of changes coming for Hamcation this coming year. Um I'll go over a few of them here. One of the issues we've had in the past was not having enough form space for everybody putting on forms. Um, so this year, I'm actually going to go out and rent three clear span tents uh, with hard sides, glass doors. They will be AC'd, um, and they, each one of them will hold 150 people each. Um, also, this year, we'll be doing forms on Friday and Saturday. Um, last year, we only did Friday or Saturday. Um, and this year we're only going to have them in one location instead of two locations like before. Um, also with the help, uh, with the help from the fairgrounds, we're actually working on, uh, getting some more parking, uh, for this year. So that's something in the works. Um, one of the big things that happened we started a chairman's dinner and reception to recognize vendors volunteers and vips at amateur radio that has supported hamcation in the past so that's one thing we did do this year michael and mark can contest to that dinner they both went to it and wow it was good <laughs> and one of the big things that i did this year um i've actually signed a five-year contract with the central florida fairgrounds so for the next five years, we will be there until at least 2023. All right. Very good. And your website is up and running and open for business and selling tickets. And, uh, and a friend of mine, uh, has already bought his, so you're, you're ready to go. 
All right, let's uh, let's go over to Mark. Uh, Mark, it, it, it's it's only two weeks since <laughs> you finished up, but uh, do you have anything that you noticed that you know? Okay, this we're going to do this next year. Well, there were there were a couple of little tweaks we made. Uh, you know, things we've learned. Uh, we we tried. Uh, uh, we actually we reduced the size of the stage this year a little bit, and uh, the Von Braun Center gave us a sturdier platform. And that was a great uh, a blessing to be able to display the uh, uh, the overhead the projection uh, of the uh, of the of the hourly door prize winners and things like that. Uh, we tried a uh, a smaller PA system, uh, just a, a near stage coverage, uh, because the uh, the Von Braun Center uh, PA system it uh, when when the when the MC announces something it can drown out every conversation in the. Uh, within the uh, commercial and flea market space, 80,000 square feet indoors. And uh, so we're looking at a, a smaller uh, uh, a point source up there. Uh, it, we, we had something, but it wasn't quite enough. We'd need a couple more dB to make that work. Uh, cleaned up the stage. Uh, we put the Convention and Visitors Bureau at their own table. Uh, they were kind of uh, on an island up there uh, last year with the, uh, uh, with the MC on the stage, and nobody could get to them. Uh, one of the things we're going to try next year, uh, we're going to try online ticket sales. Uh, this uh, it, it makes things easy. Uh, the YLs who sell the tickets outside, they're uh, easily overwhelmed the first couple of hours for, with everybody trying to get in uh, uh, right there on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. So this uh, may be doing a will call or uh, or mail out the tickets. We're not sure yet. We haven't worked out the details. Uh you guys have mentioned parking. Uh, we're we're in a downtown location, uh, not a county fairgrounds, and so we're really at the mercy of the city and the Von Braun Center uh, when it comes to parking facilities. Uh, we want to work with the city and, and try to negotiate a, maybe a better parking arrangements. So uh, we'll see what we can do there because uh, that's that's really important for our visitors to be able to uh, to attend and, and have a, a reasonable walk to uh, to get into the uh, Von Braun Center. Uh, we're also uh, doing a. We have a new webmaster, and we're going to redesign our website. And uh, it's it's been kind of static for the last couple of years. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna bump that up a notch, but uh, no no huge changes. We're uh, we're looking at uh, you know just little tweaks to uh, to make things better year after year. And if you can come up with some squirrel repellent, that might help. <laughs> well, yeah, Huntsville Utilities uh, kind uh. of bit us twice. And uh, a squirrel got into this was after uh, after the Hempfest closed Saturday night. A squirrel got into a substation and took out a significant portion of downtown Huntsville. Uh, that affected uh, the Von Braun Center, the adjacent Embassy Suites Hotel, uh, the elevators, of course, and uh, another hotel nearby where the DX banquet was uh, was going on. Uh, I was at that banquet, and uh, they they kind of winged it. We did a dinner, then we did door prizes, and then we did a, a note card uh, speech by uh, uh, Jim Fensterbacher, our uh, our banquet speaker. So uh, about twenty minutes into his uh, uh, note card speech, the power came back up. He was able to see his pictures, and and all was good. But uh, things uh, things were a bit dicey. And the other thing they did was to park. Uh, uh, four bucket trucks uh, back behind the Von Braun Center that kind of interfered with uh, Saturday uh, Saturday morning move-in before we opened. And there's a giant bus that comes in from uh, from Memphis that brings up, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, a lot of people, a lot of guys from from Memphis. Uh, they charter a bus, and uh, 
completely blocked their normal entrance. And so we coordinated with the uh, the Von Braun Center. They had a guy on a golf cart meet him at a street and, and direct him up an alley so that they could park that thing where they normally do. So we worked it, we worked it out, but uh, not without a couple of uh, a couple of tense moments. Yeah, the uh, the elevator thing caught me off guard for sure, and and then the elevators still acted up after that. I, I don't know if they ever uh, fixed those. <laughs> I have, had a friend that stayed a couple of days after the ham fest and that said they were still down to one elevator but it is time for a break so let's go ahead and do that and uh, we'll come back and talk a little bit more about uh, next year and and how these guys team up right after this word from tower electronics right here on ham talk live hey honey have you seen the pl 259s anywhere no i haven't come on kids let's go there's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder-type PL259s. Get the 10th one for just one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Hi, I'm Scott Cole, KB9AMM, president of Tower Electronics. I like the company so much that I bought it. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL-259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com, or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL-259 connectors? Join the conversation. Call us on voice with Skype at Ham Talk Live or give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. Now, here's more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rap. Tower Electronics will be at Shelby, North Carolina this weekend, August 31st through September the 2nd. Then they'll be in Findlay, Ohio on September 9th, and Peoria, Illinois on September 15th and 16th. And of course, you can catch them at pl-259.com. And Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here at hamtalklive.com. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and uh, we've got Michael Coulter back with us. Uh, lost a cell signal there, so we've got him back. And, uh, Michael, we were talking about next year, so uh, what I was uh, asking was uh, we, we've heard a little bit about uh, the new building, you know, it may happen, may not happen, and, and so we've heard a little bit about that, and then I know you've got some other uh, things that you're working on. So tell us uh, where things are for next year. 
All right, Neil, thanks. I'll be kind of brief with that because we'll have uh, more definite things coming out in about a month, month and a half that we want to announce to everyone. But until things are inked and signed, I can't, I can't talk a lot about it. But what I do want to tell you is the fact that um, <clears throat> we are working well with the uh, Fair and Expo board. Um, they uh, have been absolutely pleasant to work with, great to work with. And I think that <clears throat> one of the big things next year, we'll, we'll be improving even some more of the uh, flea market area. You know, we got those grindings down and got them rolled. And we're going to improve that even more and expand that so that <clears> – <throat> so that we have better coverage out there. Um, you know, every year I talk about improving the weather. I, I think I'm, I'm not sure I can really do that. I thought I had connections, but I'm not really sure I do. <laughs> yeah, the weather point. service hasn't been helping yeah. you out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. And they're right down there. And I work with them. I'm a, mm-hmm. I am a, uh, <clears throat> one of the uh, uh, lead coordinators down there when we have uh, emergency weather for southern half of Ohio and bad weather come in. But I, I do want to say we're working on that. We're working on uh, probably better uh, bus delivery of folks and more surprises in store. Yeah, the, the sad part about it is we probably will not get the building this year, but it doesn't mean we aren't working on it. It just it means that the negotiations, we couldn't quite get it through, and there's been a, an election change with some of the, the elected folks, and we'll be working with some new people when they take office. So we decided to make the uh, announcement early on, hey, we can't. We're not going to get there. And that's, you know, we're trying to be a little bit more transparent about what's going on with Hamvention so that all of our stakeholders know that. But, uh, you know, we'll have more stuff forthcoming, but uh, we're excited about what happened last year. We're even more excited about next year. So with that, let me send it back to you. Uh, Neil. All right. Very good. Well, we'll look forward to uh hearing about that and hearing uh, what you have planned. So um, before we, we take calls here, uh, I want to talk a little bit about how you all uh, work together. And, and you know, I, I know, you know, I've, at Dayton, I've, I've seen uh, you and, and Mark uh, going around and, and talking about things. And, and at Huntsville, I saw Michael Colley and Mark and, um, there were always booths there to talk about each other's ham fest. So, uh, Michael Coulter, why don't you go ahead and start off about how you guys team up and how you support uh, each other and offer each other some assistance to make all of these better? Well, you know, in amateur radio, uh, just quickly in my synopsis and what what, I, what we see is personally important to all of us is to be successful in amateur radio we all have to be successful. And that is you, Neil. That is all the ham fest around. That is especially the, the big ham fest. Um, and so we need to support each other. And when I hear people, well, who's biggest, who's best, you know, it's, it's all in the per- person's mind that goes there to enjoy the event. And I was glad to hear Mark had some really memorable things happen at his because people remember those things and they have great stories to tell you. Oh, I was there when the power went out. It was terrible, but we still had this much fun. And um, I know Orlando gets rain now and then, but we all got together and we decided, hey, we're not enemies, we're friends. And it kind of started with Peter and Liddy down there in Orlando some years ago invited them up. They ended up being club of the year because uh, they, their club just does a, a tremendous job putting on Orlando. 
So things have evolved since then, and Mark came in, and we're so glad. And, you know, we all meet together to talk about, oh, you have that problem? This is what I did about that problem. Or, um, you know, and they've helped me considerably. And we help each other, and it's important. All the facets of amateur radio need to work together. We're too small to be arguing. And I think my compadres here will agree. But uh, this has been going on for a few years, and, you know, we're so glad you finally pulled this off to have three of us here so we can tell, you know, the amateur radio public, we want to support each other. If Orlando fails, Hamvention fails, um, uh, Huntsville fails, we all fail. You know, we can't let that happen. We've got to support each other. And that's sort of how this has evolved. So uh, let me turn it back to you, Neil, because the other guys, I'm sure they'll want to chime in. Yeah, let's go over to to Mark down in Huntsville uh, and uh, your comments on on the cooperation uh, that's taken place between uh, the three of you. Well, uh, Neil and uh, yeah, Michael is uh, he he brings a lot of of really good points. Uh, You know, we 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 have to make these things good for both the uh, the visitor and the vendor alike. And, uh, and make it a destination, make it a positive experience that folks will want to go to multiple ham fests per year. Uh, Lord knows there's a lot of small ones and a lot of big ones. And uh, we, we hope that uh, we hope they come to our events. We hope they they, they want to, to come to multiple events. But, uh, you know, at Hamcation back in February, I, as a new guy on the block, I want to share a, a kind of a story. But uh, back at uh, Hamcation in Orlando, in February, I was st- I stayed at the same hotel as the Dayton guys. That was uh, Ron Kramer, the uh, the outgoing uh, general chairman. Michael was there. Uh, Jack Gerbs, uh, the uh, the new uh, general chairman for for Dayton, and uh, over some really good Irish whiskey, we shared a lot of good uh, experiences, tales, uh, tips about these uh, different ham fests uh, concerns. Uh, it was just a great thing until uh, until Jack's wife made us leave the room about eleven thirty or twelve o'clock. But uh, it was just a great it was a great experience to uh, to meet these guys and, and of course Dayton Dayton guys in in Orlando they had time to chat and it, and then in May I had a similar opportunity in Dayton where I stayed at the same hotel as uh, Michael and John from uh, from Orlando and we learned we continue to learn a lot from each other. And uh, there in Dayton, we had adjacent booths. We talked to each other. We saw we saw the same uh, visitors going by, uh, stopping at at our respective booths, and uh, just talking up our, our various ham fests. Uh, here in Huntsville, you know, I barely had time to talk to uh, to, to most guys, but uh, I did I did chat with everybody for a, at least a few minutes, and it was really wonderful to to be able to network together. And I'm sure that uh, the Dayton and Orlando guys had a similar experience here in Huntsville that they were more relaxed and, and could share knowledge. So uh, back to you, Neil. All right. Very good. And and last but not least, uh, by any means, Michael Cawley. Yeah, like Michael and Mark said, uh, we work very closely together, actually a lot more than people realize. Um, like Mark was saying, it's hard for when we went to Dayton, it's hard to talk to those guys because they're so busy. Uh, but in Huntsville, we were right next to them uh, with their booth. And uh, like there, we're just telling people that come up, they're like, oh, we've never been to neither show. And we're, we advertise both shows. I mean, we tell people you need to go to both of them. They're both great shows. And same way with uh, in Dayton, we were actually right next to the booth with Mark. And um, same thing there. We played up each other's shows. Uh, at one time, Mark, a couple times, he was by himself there. So he left the booth 
And when people walked up, we just started talking about Huntsville with them, uh, letting them know about Huntsville and uh, everything like that. So, yeah, for us, it is not a competition. We're here to do the same thing, and that's to make amateur radio great. Um, and by us working together, we think that that's what actually helps do it. Um, and then we can actually tell each other, hey, this didn't work. This did work. Try this. Uh, so we all don't fail on the same items. Uh, I mean, everybody's going to have their issues with stuff, but by us talking, um, everybody ain't going to have the same issue, hopefully. Very good. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad to know that, uh, you all have been able to, uh, you know, get the booths next to each other and, and, and be able to stay at some of the same places and, and that, creates a, an opportunity to, to learn from each other and and uh, have a chance to talk and and i know michael uh, has those meetings out there uh, outside of the fifth wheel and uh, maybe one of these days i'm <laughs> going to take him up on uh, sitting in on one of them but uh you know that that's important stuff that you know you can learn from each other and and uh, I know I, I've helped mentor some of the smaller shows that said, well, you know, you did this for 17 years with this little show. What 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 do you need to do? And and uh, there are some important things there that uh, that folks need to know. And, and the more you can uh, communicate that, the better off we all are. So I, I appreciate all of that uh, taking place. Hey, Neil. Let's, yeah. Yo, can I jump in with one more thing? This is sure. uh, Whiskey Charlie India. Hey, anyway, I, I just want to say that, you know, anybody listening that has questions on their ham fest, it doesn't matter if it's a small ham fest, a large ham fest, or wherever it is, all three of us are absolutely ready, willing, and we will be glad to give any advice or um, help in any way we can. Don't think you're too small for it because – all these events start out small and they become great, but every one of these events is a seed for more amateur radio and for the growth of amateur radio. And one other thing, I was in Japan the last few weeks at their ham fair. That was a, an amazing event. And I know that I have good friends that run that event and talk to them about it as well as very good friends with, um, um, the, uh, people in Friedrichshafen. And, uh, matter of fact, I've shared a booth with the folks in Friedrichshafen in Japan before because they couldn't get boost space. So we all work together, all of us. So it's, it's important that people know that, that it's not us against us against each other. Anyway, thanks for letting me pop that in there. Go ahead. Yeah, very good. Good, good points. And uh, glad you mentioned, uh, the trip to uh, Japan there too. So, um, let's, uh, give a chance for some people to call. I know we're running uh, way late, which, which I knew would happen when, when we have four people on here and four microphones and hams, uh, we're going to talk. So, uh, let's give people a chance here. 812-638-4261 is the phone number. If you'd like to call in 812-638-4261, go ahead and give us a call now. And, uh, We'll see if we can get you in here, and we may hang on for a few extra minutes here if everybody can uh, can hang around and uh, see if we can get some. And actually, we have one right now. I believe it's Socks on the line. Uh, close. Socks roommate. Socks is roommate. <laughs> it's Scott Cole, yeah. KB9AMM. Good evening, Scott. Thank you for calling in. Good evening, and, and good evening to Michael, Michael, and Mark. My gosh. 
the three big power players of Hamfest. Uh, Good to hear from you, Scott. The largest Hamfest in the United States. You guys all in one hey, place. Scott. This is fantastic. I wanted to call and say hi and let everybody know that these guys are fantastic. They work well with people. They listen. They overcome problems. Uh, they, uh, if you've made the annual pilgrimage, you know the things that they've gone through in the last years and the triumphs that they've made the last two years. My hat's off. Uh, Michael, you got your hands full, but I think Ron sets you up real good when, when he turned the reins over to you. I wish you well, and I wish you luck. Mark, in, the, in Huntsville, um, you're filling Charlie's shoes quite well. Great Hamfest in <laughs> Huntsville, all indoor in an air-conditioned facility. The staff is, is second to none. I mean, they unload me when I go there and load me back up. I think they're in a hurry to get me out of there. They, they want me to go home. <laughs> and I'll tell you, this is the first I've heard of the squirrels, but it makes a lot of sense now because we were out of power for a while there. Um, yeah, we got a call. We got a call from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if the guys that were doing the wiring behind the building messed something up, but uh, evidently not, or else they blame the squirrels. I don't know. Michael in Orlando, um, boy, I'll tell you, if you have not been to the Orlando show, you need to go. The number one place for family fun USA, the home of Mickey Mouse and a lot of others. It's the only place I know where you can take your family, fly down there at a reasonable cost, be in a motel at a reasonable price, send the wife and kids to go see Mickey Mouse, and you're going to be at one of the best ham fests there is. And guess what? They hold it in February when, when I've got 20-degree below zero wind chills at home, and there's two feet of snow on the ground, and it's sunny and 70 degrees down there. Fantastic. It's, it's something that you need to go and see. And, and Michael, you're doing a great job, and, and I know uh, John helps keep you in line down there, too. So, anyway, I just wanted to call and thank you guys for your tireless work because it's tough. It's not easy running a hand press. And anybody that thinks it is, you need to try it once and you'll find out. But anyway, <laughs> I'm going to let it go with that, Neil. I'm, uh, I'll clear the line. But uh, thanks again, guys. Thanks, Neil. And, and I wish you best of luck, and I look forward to seeing each and every one of you. Mark, it's going to be about a year yet, but I'll come back and see you too. Seventy-three. You guys. got a smile. I got a smile on my face now, Scott. I got to. I got to come to Orlando and see you again. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for calling. Sounds like fun. Thanks, Scott. All right. Thanks, All Scott. Right, thank Say you, hi Scott. to socks for us. I'll do that. Bye bye. Okay. Eight one two six three eight four two six one. If you don't know, socks is is Scott's new mascot. It's like a six foot tall sock monkey. So. He, he's our he's driving partner in the in the RV. So, eight one two six three eight four two six one is the phone number. Give us a call. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We just have a few minutes left here, or you can call us on Skype or tweet us uh, here. And uh, in fact, let me run over here and check that real quick. And um, I got a quick comment. If you get a second, Michael. Smart. Yes, go right ahead. Yeah. I want to um, mention that we have a new um, general chairman and assistant chairman, and our new uh, general chairman, it, Jack Gerbs, Whiskey Bravo 8, Sierra Charlie Tango. And if you look at look him up on QRZ, he's got a lot of good information about what he does. He's a very active ham uh, you know, on a lot of different modes. That's uh, Whiskey Bravo 
eight, Sierra Charlie Tango. And our assistant general chairman is Dr. Rick Allnut, and he is Whiskey Sierra 8 Golf, Whiskey Sierra 8 Golf. And uh, he, uh, his QRZ page is up to date as well. And uh, I am just simply a, a spokesperson. Just a, That's what I do. Anyway, thanks for letting me mention those guys. Very good. 812-638-4261. Let's take uh, one final uh, shout out here for phone calls tonight, and then we'll finish things up here. Uh, but we're talking about the ham fest at Dayton, Orlando, and Huntsville with uh, Michael, Michael, and Mark um, from each one of those. And, uh, and boy, Scott's got me sold on Orlando. I'm going to have to find a new job so I can go. So <laughs> it's a great event. I'm telling you, it I is. enjoy going to Orlando. I really enjoy going there. So, uh, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's take just a, a minute here. Uh, if, if there are people out there with some of the smaller shows, uh, what, what advice would you give to, to somebody in, in like a minute, uh, so I know you can't do much in a minute, but in a minute or, or maybe two, what advice would you give to somebody that's trying to put on a, a smaller show? Michael, uh, Michael, uh, Colley? Um, the biggest thing I would say, just don't give up and don't, I mean, you can dream big, but it's going to take time to become a bigger show. Um, biggest thing is take care of your volunteers, um, that's the most important thing. Take care of your vendors, um, and just work together. I mean, just like you said, Michael said, if anybody needs any help with it, any questions, call one of us. Uh, we're easy to get a hold of. Mark, I, I think, uh, in addition to what Michael uh, said, I think uh, put yourself in the in the shoes of your visitor. What do you want that visitor to experience? Um, you want him to have a good time. Uh, you're the host of a party, uh, in, like, like you, you're a host of, of a party in your home. You want to make sure that visitor or guest is having a good time. Uh, the same goes for the vendors that you have. Uh, you want to make sure they're treated well and, uh, and have a good experience. So that's, that's what I would suggest. And Michael Coulter. And this is the fastest one hour in amateur radio. It is. I would say that, um, <laughs> I would say that, um, like the other guy said, listen to your vendors. You're going to get phone calls. You're going to get emails, follow up, follow up, follow up. It's really hard. I mean, it's, you know, um, know who you're, know these people and understand that, you know, there are a lot of the vendors are business people and they're coming in and, um, they are wanting to, um, extend their business out take care of your volunteers just as as both the other guys said man your volunteers are really really important but you got to work with them so the final thing that i want to say is you empower your volunteers you need to delegate that you can't do it all yourself if you're the leader you delegate the duties and then at the same time you empower you empower them to do it but you hold them accountable Hey guys, you said you were going to get this done by such and such a date. It's much like what um, your uh, Michael at Orlando was saying. You know, we've got the uh, web, the 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 website, and we got to have all this information by such and such a date. And it may and it forces you to get it done by then. And um, but the final word is communication. 
Back to you, Neil. Absolutely. I, I would agree. And um, I, I think that's a, an appropriate place uh, to leave this tonight is, is communication. And that, that's what ham radio is all about. And that's uh, also what putting these uh, ham fests on is all about so um let me let me let you guys get a last word in and then we're going to uh shut things down for the night but uh let me let me go back around real quick any any last things that you need to get in here before we go uh michael collie i just want to thank you neil and uh mark and uh michael uh for being on the show i think this was great i think we need to start doing it more often um and uh just again thank you for uh, having us on here and talking about all three of our ham fests at the same time. Michael. Yeah, I really agree. I think it's important to do. And, uh, I want to let uh, Michael know from Orlando. I still have all his, uh, his, uh, stuff for his booth down in my barn, all safely tucked away for next year. <laughs> anyway, uh, everybody, we, we are really supporting each other as we support you, Neil, and we all have to do this together. So uh, I appreciate being on here with both Mark and Michael, uh, two really great guys, and their teams are just stupendous. So thanks again, Neil. All right. And, Mark, you're going to get the last word tonight. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. But, yeah, I want I to thank you, Neil, for, uh, for the invitation to be on the show tonight, and Michael and Michael. Uh, I've learned so much from you guys. I, I'm kind of the new guy on the block. Uh, we have volunteers here in Huntsville that uh, – you know, they have man decades of experience. And like I say, I'm, I'm the new guy and I'm learning from them. And I'm, I'm also learning from you and how, how uh, you guys do things. And it's, it's just been a, a voyage of discovery. And I'm, I'm looking forward to many more years to come and uh, continuing a great relationship with all of you. Uh, thanks again for, uh, for all of your support there. And uh, looking forward to seeing you guys as soon as our, our paths cross again. 73. All right. Well, that is a wrap for this week's edition of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to all of my guests, Michael Coulter, WHCI from Dayton, Michael Colley, W4MCA from Orlando, and Mark Brown, N4BCD from Huntsville, and everybody out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in and invite you back next Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Andy Maluzzi will be going back to Orlando again, uh, kk 4 LWR will be here to talk about the Collegiate QSO Party. And for a list of all of our upcoming guests, be sure to visit HamTalkLive.com. And if you like Ham Talk Live, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. That'll help uh, others find us. So this is Neil Rapp, WB9VPG, for now, saying 7375, and may the good DX be yours. Pow, 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 pow